It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire back to Lafleur. Oh! The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. There is a ball. Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoint, on lui fait perdre la rondelle une passe devant. Et c'est bon. Ce sera la victoire des Canadiens. pour les Canadiens. Le troisième de l'histoire. You found the dogs. John, you found the dogs. He found the dogs. And all together, they worked the young team to the top. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. TV. It's going to be sick. Marinaro on this Wednesday, March 8th. Happy International Women's Day. I uh, actually would have been fitting if we would have had a woman uh, on with us tonight, but uh, I sent a few text messages. And and unfortunately, it just sometimes it works out and sometimes uh, it doesn't. Marc Andre Perot, anyway, is a collaborator pretty much on uh, Wednesday nights right here on the Sick Podcast. So, of course, he's going to be here tonight. He'll join me in about a minute or two. Just a reminder that the sick podcast that we bring you between Monday and Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, which goes give or take for about an hour, is brought to you in part by Energy Transportation Group, a leading full-service logistics provider serving all of North America. They are driven to be different. What I love about Energy Transportation Group is that uh, Michael Cinquino and uh, Sean Gerard, uh, the owners and founders of Energy Transportation Group, uh, not only stand-up guys, not only great people to work for, uh, people that don't forget their roots, people that give back to the community. I can tell you that they are LaSalle boys, and they are supporting, uh, among others, a LaSalle boy in me, and I very much appreciate that. And I got some news that they're actually going to be supporting LaSalle soccer on a very, very long-term basis. So they have in the past, uh, they they really support the community, and they support kids in the community. And uh, LaSalle is an area as well where there are a lot of underprivileged kids who cannot afford to play or not afford to buy the equipment or pay for cleats and stuff like that. And so, you know, the sponsorship that they give really, really helps out. So, you know, uh, I'm proud and we're proud at the Sick Podcast to be associated with people like them. 
Uh, and it's brought to you in part by Levita TB and Levita TB brewed in Quebec, a winner of a dozen international awards. It offers quality microbrewery beers made with premium ingredients for everyone's taste. Labita DB, embrace your true nature. And uh, the distributors of uh, Labita TB, or actually words brewed, uh, is at the Geloso Beverage Group in Laval. And, uh, you know, you can find it in grocery stores. And they, as a matter of fact, the Geloso Beverage Group, uh, while we uh, were talking about uh, everyone's uh, support that we appreciate, they were our first ever sponsors to come on board with the SIG podcast. And and I had met uh, several members of uh, of uh, the Geloso Beverage Group uh, years ago. As a matter of fact, I dropped by, uh, I just happened to uh, walk into their loge, or I bumped into them actually uh, in... Um, you know, in, in the hallway of the Bell Center, and they invited me into their loge, and I really hit it off with them. And so uh, when the podcast got going, we were able to connect, and uh, right away uh, they were all in. So special thanks to them. They're, uh, they're a great sponsor. So we're very proud to have great sponsors on the SICK Podcast, loyal sponsors. Um, you know, um, when we started off, we... Uh, we wanted to have, uh, you know, a great product, uh, great content, and uh, we wanted to have sponsors that were going to be with us for a very, very long time. And we're lucky because we've had the Geloso Beverage Group for a long time. We plan on having them for a lot longer, and uh, and we plan on having Energy Transportation Group for a very, very long time, as well as you know all the others that join us going forward. Uh, you know, we, uh, you know, our goal is to establish long-term relationships with them, uh, and so. Hello, how's everyone doing? Everyone's doing good. I hope so. And uh, it's an off night for the Montreal Canadiens, but the Montreal Canadiens are back in action tomorrow night. And uh, the Montreal Canadiens have uh, three more games here at home as I bring up their calendar before going back on the road. I talked to you about all their games yesterday. Uh, The Canadiens are going to host Patrick Kane and the New York Rangers tomorrow night. And then they'll be off on Friday. And then on Saturday night, they're going to host the New Jersey Devils. Off on uh, Sunday. On Monday, they're going to host the defending Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. And then the next night, they're going to be in Pittsburgh versus Sid the Kid and the Penguins. A couple nights after that, they'll be in Florida. A couple nights after that, they'll be in Tampa. And then three nights after that, they'll be hosting Tampa here in Montreal before they make their way to Boston, who they'll play a couple of nights later. Uh, So the Canadian schedule is not getting easy, mind you. Having said all that, I mean, a lot of people thought the Canadians were going to get absolutely destroyed, obliterated, and that Carolina was going to chew them up and spit them out yesterday. Uh, George Larac, who's a contributor, usually on Thursdays, but joined us yesterday, he thought by 8 p.m. the game would have already been over and Carolina would have been running away. And as it turns out, the Montreal Canadiens picked up a point. So we could take a look at the schedule and talk about how difficult it's going to be. But when teams play without pressure, uh, you know, sometimes they're able to pick up points that you probably wouldn't think they would pick up. Joining me right now, a guy who's picked up uh, so much in his life. It's unbelievable. The women absolutely love him. They think he's extremely sex of, uh, sexy, handsome, and attractive. He's uh, Marc-André Perrault. Is, is the mic working? The mic's working. Why? Is it? Like, yeah. this one is working? What? Like, it's the new one, so I'm... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's working loud and clear. Yeah, yeah. Hey, good. Awesome. Hey, thanks for the kind words. But uh, the way you say la bite at CP makes me want to so many of them. I'm going to send you some. Uh, Can you say it again, please? 
I'm going to send you some. La Bita TB. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. La Bita TB. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It is. Uh, actually, uh, do you do you um, want to um, talk and keep everyone entertained while I go get something? Sure. You know, sometimes I break away and I leave for 30 seconds and I know it dries on yellow and Sammy crazy. Actually, why don't I bring them up? Let, let well, me bring them up. Let me yeah. bring them up. Yeah. And yellow, Sammy. How are and you? Yellow, I know how much you love this. This is your chance to be a star. Talk to Marc-Andre for a minute. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be back in 30 seconds. Marc-Andre, why can't he be just normal one night? Hey, you ready for this? Look at these pants. Look at these pants. My mother bought them for me. She said, you know, you need to wear a nice pair of comfortable pants at night. Don't I need, said, oh, yeah? Look at you asked them to, to speak with me, and then but, you... But hold on. But, oh, but now that I'm going to get up, I have to tell you, look at these pants. You ready? Uh, go ahead. Is it leather? What is that, leather? <laughs> hey, Mark... Should we oh. cut him off? Should we cut him off? <laughs> the war. <laughs> Look, they don't, they don't even have an opening in the front. <laughs> Can you go higher? <laughs> it's like a mix between Obelix and the Umpty Dumpty guy. <laughs> oh my God. We just lost okay. all our girl followers. They're the most comfortable pants I've ever worn in my life. It's unbelievable. I put these on at night. It's like it fits yeah, but, like a glove. It's incredible. Not a comfortable sight, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to show you something. Hold on. I'll be back in, uh, in 30 seconds. Are you in Montreal? Are you in Montreal now? Uh, I'm in Gatineau. I, I'm uh, I'm with my daughter. Yeah, I, so you always go down. I bring her for the, the game tomorrow. So, oh, amazing. Yeah. Good for you. For the first time, so it's going to be fun. Good for you. Yeah, we just came back from the NFL Combine. Oh, did you? Oh, my God. It was amazing. Amazing experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Annapolis, right? Yeah, Indianapolis, yeah. Was it jam-packed? No, because it's only media. It's media and a few fans. Oh, really? Yeah. But we just got NFL accredited. Hey, what about this guy who, who had, like, like shorts with, with belt on it and, he, you know, this, like a, a good butt and he's running fast? And See that? Maybe Richardson, maybe. Maybe Richardson. Like he's a real, real prospect? Well, he went from, I think, I don't know, from what, what number was he at? He was ranked about 10, 11, 12. He's, he might go number one now. No way. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. But that's what the combine does. It, it's it's crazy when you're actually there. You see yeah. how players are reacting. What It's it's crazy. When so you see it live, it's crazy. They delivered these for you, okay? But this, is a, this is a case. It's got your name written all over it, okay? Uh, it's a case of 12. Uh, you got uh, four of the 5%, four of the 5.2%, okay. and four of the 6%. That's very all nice. Right? Yeah, so here it is. Look at that. It's got your name written all over it. So we got to get it to you. I'm and, all... uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, will you be at uh, at uh, TVS Spa tomorrow by chance, sir? Uh, I can stop by. Well, you don't, I mean, uh, you know, you don't have to stop by, but we can meet somewhere else if you want. But if not, I'll bring it to you there or I'll bring it to you wherever you want. I'll text you. We'll find a way because I'm thirsty. Jeez. Yeah, or you make your way to beautiful Villa Sal. This is the place to be. Okay, okay. Just make sure you don't wear those pants. That's you all. know what? I'll leave it. I'll leave it here the whole time. Why not? Who cares? Well, it's all good. good. Yeah, good. All right. Okay. Good show, guys. Hey, I'll talk to you. So I, I hope so. Good show. We have to try and find stuff to talk about. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, no, all kidding aside, we have plenty. Of, listen, uh, we're going to get to the Canadians in. Uh, why don't we start? Because I saw the story of the Nordiques today, and so maybe we'll go to the story of the Nordiques a little bit later. We'll start with the Canadians. But um, Jonathan, Dr- Jonathan Drouin has put up a lot of points. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, very, very nice. Jonathan Drouin has put up a lot of points in the last 13 or 14 games. I don't know if you have the, but he's almost averaging like a point per game. Games. Pardon me, you were saying? 14 points in his last 16 games. 14 points in his last 16 games, okay? And I mentioned yesterday to George Larac, I said, George, you know, uh, if I would have said this three or four months ago, you know, we, we, they, I wouldn't have said it three or four months ago. Like three or four months ago, we all would have said, no chance, he's not coming back, no chance, he's not coming back. There's starting to be talk now of more and more people saying, hey, you know what? Jonathan seems to have figured out Marty St. Louis concepts. Jonathan is healthy for the first time in a while. He wasn't last year. Jonathan's actually starting to play better at center. He's showing that, you know, he's got some versatility. And, uh, you know, Jonathan's starting to feel good about himself and stuff like that. Jonathan started, and he made a great play yesterday on Mike Hoffman's goal. I mean, a lot of people thought that the puck was poke checked away. I watched it in slow motion. I don't know how many times. And if it was, it was extremely close. But if he didn't pass the puck, it looked like the intention to drop it back was there. He cut to the net, which is exactly what, what was not what was missing, but what he was not doing often enough. I really don't know if I wish him to be back next year because this guy, he took so many punches. Listen, yesterday I tweeted that, you know, uh, some people are saying he's done. He doesn't belong in the NHL. I'm like, hey, guys. It's 14 points in 16 games, so Joe is like, hold my beer, guys. And it's crazy the the number of people who, who are just shitting on him. It, it It's so not deserved. And I just, I hate it. I, I hate the fact that, you know, when he, he left because of mental health issues or mm-hmm. whatever they call it, and I, I don't want to, you know, I, I just don't want to use the bad wording, but I think he... Everybody knows what I'm talking about. And all the people are so comprehensive. So, oh, just get well, we're with you, blah, blah, blah. And then next thing you know, when he's back and he's not having good games, the people are going nuts again and they're, they're mean. So I, I, I don't know. I wish him to find first a contract, which is because if you would ask me like a, a month ago, I would have said, yeah, maybe a PTO. Now I start to think that he's going to get a contract. And I, I think I wish that it's not here. Not for, 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 for the Canadians, not but for him. I think it would be better for him. But he's playing great. Right. You playing know, there's, right. there's, there's a lot of things that, you know, when you talked about the hate and stuff like that is, um, 
how can I put this? Um, okay, I might as well just so you know the fact that they gave up Sergeyev for him, who's gone on to be a great defenseman in the league. I mean, that brings out a lot of anger in people. The fact that they gave him thirty-three million dollars before he even played his first game with the Canadians, or before he even had a practice uh, at uh, what was it, a six-year deal for thirty-three million dollars, so at five and a half per year. That brings out a lot of anger in people. In those six years, uh, you know how many how many great years did he have in Montreal? Like, if you total all the games up, did he have one great year out of six? So, when people bring up the talk of the possibility of even having a one-year contract next year, all of that adds up, right? It's a build-up for people, right? They think about the fact that Canadians gave up Sergeyev. They think about the fact that this guy got a six-year, $33 million contract before his first practice with the Canadians, that they tried him out at center and had it work. They tried him out on the wing. They hadn't worked. They tried him out with a bunch of players that hadn't worked. And so there's a lot of anger there from a lot of fans. There's a lot of anger. It's all about expectations, and they were high. They were obviously too high, but he is not a mean person. I mean, the guy is trying, lots of injuries. Uh, you know, he was dealing with mental health issues, uh, you know, couldn't sleep. And injuries, it, it, it's a big part. But, I mean, he can he can play hockey, that's for sure. So maybe he's the type of guy who you should go one year at a time. Every you know, one year at a time, one year at a time. Because, but he he can still play in the NHL. So stop with the he doesn't belong in this league. He does. Yeah. I, I mean, he even, won't he won't get a two year deal though, right? We agree. Like like not from the Canadians, not from anybody else. Don't you think he'll like you just said one year at a time? If he he'll get a one year deal, I think he will. He, he won't get a two year offer. I don't think. I'd be I'd be very surprised. I I. I don't think Montreal will offer him a contract. I, I would be surprised, but hey, he's, I mean, the guy, 14 points in 16 games, it's not bad. I mean, it is not bad. He's your your number two centerman right now. It's it's not supposed to be. I get it, but. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, think, I think he's number three on the Montreal Canadiens for assists this season, and he's played a lot less games. Uh, let me bring that up. So in 41 games, and uh, here we go, in 41 games, he has 22 points. And unfortunately, the fact that he only scored a goal, I mean, that hurts him too. So if we go to the assists, 28 assists for Suzuki, 23 assists for Doc, 21 assists for Drouin. Drouin has two less assists than Doc in 13 less games. And he's got seven less assists than Suzuki in 23 less games. And you know what? Getting back to some of the things that bother people, Mapper, is that is that the guy is so talented that even when everyone thinks that he's doing terribly, you then take a look at the stats and you say, he's got two less assists than Doc in 13 less games? And everybody's... About Doc, like he's like the next, yeah, he's got seven less assists than Suzuki in 23 games. Who plays on the number one line and played with Cole Caulfield and played for Doc with Doc for a while is on all the power plays and plays 23 minutes a game. It's unbelievable when you think about it. Doesn't belong in the NHL. No, he belongs. It's just that, uh, I I mean, 
obviously I'm, I'm sarcastic. Yeah, I'm, no, no, of course I know you are, but I, I you know, I, I agree with, he does belong, but the fact that he has so much talent and he doesn't play to his potential, he, like he hasn't been able to put it together on a consistent basis, you know, two years, three years, four years, five years, six years into the league. You know, he's not young anymore, right? Like we've we've all said, you know, next year is going to be Droin's year. The next year comes, well, the year after is going to be Droin's year and the year after. And and so people are, they're a little bit tired now, you know? Yeah, but I, you put him in the market like, uh, I don't know, Arizona or I don't know, just I, I think he could do very well. And I think people are going to, they, they, they could miss him. Yeah, we'll see. But I, I just we, I, we said we said the same thing about Galchenyuk, though, right? But he he went to Pittsburgh and it didn't work out there, and he went to Minnesota and it didn't work out, and he went to Arizona and it didn't work out, and oh, it's it, not it's not the same uh, in the same ballpark. But they're both their picks overall. Oh yeah, but the the Galchenyuk draft was so weak. I mean, it was Yakupov number one. No, no, you're right. You're right. So you're right. You're right. It, it, it was the the worst timing to get that the third overall right yeah so and it, it it was you know when they drafted kk it could have been a great draft if they drafted ketchup but you know it's yeah. done galchenik was you know galchenik was a great scorer too it's 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 too bad like he just the way things played itself out for his career it's just, it's just such, was, a, such a shame so much talent there too a lot and, of talent guy he was he was so loved in this in this locker room and he was i remember one time like everybody was you know so hard on him like the fans and the medias because he was you know it's all about expectation and the scrum is over and i'm i'm like hey alex how are you what how are you i mean how's life and it's like i it's like as if i i you know I put a light on his face. He was smiling. And he, it seemed like he was happy that someone was actually asking how he goes. Yeah. I, I just think this guy, you know, he, he did not, uh, how do you say that? He has not evolved in an environment. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if I should share this story or not. Like, uh, I don't know. So, I interviewed him once yeah. at the Canadians golf tournament and he sat down and before we actually went on air with the interview on the radio, uh, there was some things that happened and he said, should I share that? Or if I would share that, is that low? I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to, I mean, if it, if it was off the record, you don't share it. If it was no, no, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't off the record, but it was just. So let me let me just put it this way, okay? Let me just put it this way so you can understand, okay? So, um, Galchenyuk was in the media because I think the day before, it was those those um, you know practices brought to you by a sponsor whether it was you know whoever it was at the time but you know those practices that they have for the fans right on a sunday where they usually end up packing 15,000 people in the arena okay and um i i think uh galchenyuk was uh 
either not there or he was supposed to talk at the end or no, I don't know. It wasn't a practice part of me. I think it was somewhere where he was supposed to be. Okay. It was somewhere where he was supposed to be. It was some kind of signing or something. Okay. Yep. And he, and he wasn't there or if he was there, he didn't talk. Okay. And uh, so he was, you know, he was in the news and they were talking about it. And and I, I can't remember what it was, but it was either he didn't show up to a place he was supposed to show up to or he did, but he didn't end up talking to anybody and he left. OK. And uh, so when the media relations bring him over uh, to the table where I was set up so that he can talk. They they said to me, hey, Tony, uh, just want to let you know that there's a valid reason um, why Alex wasn't uh, wasn't available yesterday or he wasn't able to talk. Right. And they didn't have to say more like it was. I understood that, you know, if I would have asked him the question of uh, why weren't you there yesterday and why were or why weren't you able to talk? that that is something that they wanted, uh, you know, they would have appreciated and they wanted to clear up, right? Because they said there was a valid reason. And just without getting into details, um, so by the time they said that, we probably went on air about a minute, a minute and a half later, okay? For the minute, or that minute and a half, he repeated every single word that the media relations told me uh, and the way they said it, he was like, he was, it bothered him that he had to justify why he wasn't there or why he didn't speak. And it bothered him that the media relations wanted him to say the story of why he wasn't there or why he didn't speak. And I don't, you know, I remember the whole story, but it was something about, you know, he had gone to the dentist and stuff like that. He had a huge root canal and he had some teeth taken out or whatever. And, his his mouth was like very very numb and and he was bleeding and and all that stuff but it just it was a little thing but it bothered him and it was at that moment that i knew he couldn't play in montreal like you know what i mean yeah because I... like in montreal like you're you got to talk to the media and there's more things like had this happened in another city, maybe nobody would have cared. You know what I mean? But in Montreal, you have to justify why you either didn't show up or why you didn't talk. And the fact that he had to explain why and he had to justify it and the media just wanted to give me a reminder of bringing it up, it it bothered him so much. Yeah. I, it was. I, he, he almost felt suffocated. But there was nothing wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like Kerry when he started his career. Yeah, the, the the famous Abit quote, or I don't know what, what's in English. Yeah, yeah. But for some people, they just cannot deal with it, and I don't think Galchenyuk had the personality to do it. But if you embrace it, if you do the right thing, it means money. Oh yeah means big money look i mean cole caulfield he would it, it, i mean the way things are going yeah he is acting it's a lot of money oh yeah 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 same thing with arbor jack guy same thing with you know all these these personalities but so, so so it's just not meant for everyone 
Galchenyuk. I mean, well, obviously there were there was more than that because it didn't work out anywhere else. But some players, they I, I don't think they they get it that if you embrace it, it's a lot of money. You know, but here's the deal: you could tell them all you want, but everyone has their own character. And you're not going to change people either. You know what I mean? Like, Carrie has his own character. You're not going to change him. He's an introvert. He's very to himself. Uh, he doesn't hang with a lot of teammates. You know what I mean? PK, PK completely different, right? Outgoing personality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like, uh, just he can talk up a storm and stuff like that. I mean... I got two boys at home and, and, you know, when I talk about different personalities, like one is like that, like one is like introvert to himself. You can't get a word out of them. The other one is extremely, take a look at Ronaldo and Messi, right? They're two complete different, uh, you know, in their case, I and mean, they're both able to make a lot of money because they're both great players. But like I could, you know, you can tell two people, with two different characters all you want. You know what? If you change and if you do this, it'll lead to more sponsorship, but it'll lead to more money. You can't, they'll probably, they probably won't change anyway. You know what I mean? It, like it, if you told Carrie Price, you got to talk more, you got to be more going, you got to have more of a personality. It's not him. But the point was more, uh, not imposing, but some, yeah. some, just, just realize it, embrace it. And it's, I mean, look at the Belzile, Harvey Pinal. They're having good press right now because they're playing. Yeah. They embrace Montreal. They, you know, they have personality they, they speak with the media, they're respectful. So it's all about, you know, doing the, the right things, just just being normal, not being scared of saying the wrong thing or whatever. So anyways, Galchenyuk was a, he was a, I don't know. Uh, it was, it, it was sometimes sad to just watch him. So yeah, I just I, hope he's I, uh, I hear you. I hear you. Um, With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. The the price comment that you talked about, that was when he was saying that at one point he just he couldn't even go to the grocery store no more. Like just too many people know him, recognize him, want to know what's up, maybe have an autograph, take a picture and stuff like that. And he just You know what it he is. Just, he just wanted to stay home. Yeah. It's sad, you know, when we when we heard Carrie talk like that. Yeah. It's sad. You know, I've I've been thinking about Carrie over the last little while here because you know he's 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 out of the the spotlight now. He's out of that 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 limelight. You know we we know that his career is like it's unofficially over. I mean let's be honest here. Uh, even his wife admitted to the fact that they're going to be leaving Montreal. They're going to move to Kelowna and stuff like that. I mean it's it, it's over. Like you, you won't see him at the rink. And you know as a matter of fact, he's I mean he's on vacation probably as we speak, right? But um, I thought about I've been thinking about Carrie like the goalie of the Montreal Canadiens following in the footsteps of Plant and Dryden 
and Roy and so many others. Like there's like there's no there's no team in the league. There's no franchise that has had as many star goalies as the Montreal Canadiens. I mean, even guys that weren't stars ended up having star years. I mean, Steve Penny at one point was like the biggest star in the city in like 1984. And Cristobal, yeah, at one point was like one of the biggest stars, like probably, you know, like he was playing, he was standing on top of his head. And Jose Theodore had a heart trophy season. Carey Price playing for the Montreal Canadiens, a lot of people look at him as, you know what, he was going to be the next Patrick Waugh. He had won a Calder Cup in Hamilton. He was. A lot of, a lot of people were thinking, you know what, he's going to bring a cup to Montreal. All that pressure played on a lot of mediocre teams, played on a lot of teams that couldn't score. Can you imagine how tough it must have been? 15 years. 15. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm I'm not... In English, you say, I'm not going to feel sorry for him. I mean, and he, he doesn't want that. I'm sure he is not looking this way like the, the past. You know, it's Chris Kreider, like, it hurt a lot. That that collision, I mean, I just think it, this is where every everything started to go down. He had some good yeah. years, obviously, but... You know, they, they, I really think they would have won the Stanley Cup this year. He was so good, and it, it, it was a special team. And then you get hurt, and then when you get your knee hurt as bad as that when you're goalie after that, I mean, it's, it's, it's never going to be the same, right? Yeah, that's the year he won the four individual awards, right? Yeah, he was so good, so good. Could you imagine after that surgery, sometimes you ask yourself what could have been, right? Yeah. Uh, probably nobody would have had the courage to trade Carey Price after a season in which you win four individual awards, right? But could oh. you imagine if they would have, what his value would have been at that point? And that's before that's before the big contract, eh? Can't win a trade like that. You just can't. I mean, it's. I, I'm a big fan of who's the best player in the deal. That's it. So he, Kerry would, would have been the best player in, in the deal. So there's no way you could have won this by me. There's yeah, a- I, I hear you, but the Canadians went on to give him an eight-year, $84 million contract with a cap of $10.5 million. And I can argue and say to you that you're never going to win when your goalie's the highest paid player on your team and he's making $10.5 million U.S. on the cap. I mean, that's... A lot of money. Yeah, it's a you lot. Of, it, it breaks your your you know your your. Well, that money should have been invested in centermen, right? Number one centermen were making, you know, Crosby and Malkin were making eight point seven, and he's getting ten point five. You're you know, scr- Chicago Chicago had signed uh, Kane and Taves at ten point five. Yeah, that's a lot, but they won. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it, it was it in two thousand. There was a year. Like it was uh, Michael Layton, Yaroslav Alak, and there's one missing. And I I think like the highest draft was like seventh round or something like that. So, so, I mean, sometimes you just have weird years and the goalies are just like normal 
players on the team and they just you know start doing everything it uh, I like it was in 2000 well that was 2010 right because Halak yes in 2010 Halak beat the Washington Capitals in round one he beat the Penguins in round two and yeah. he ended up losing to Michael Layton and the Philadelphia Flyers uh in the semis correct yeah me and there's one missing uh Nabokov was it Nabokov? In- I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it. Okay, I'm gonna Google it right now. 2012 uh, NHL playoffs. We'll bring it up right here. We'll bring it up. Uh, it was. Uh, Doesn't. Well, yeah, that, that's it. So it, it was Nabokov and Antiniemi. Okay. Yeah, it was Nabokov. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Chicago, like, Chicago swept, swept them four games to nothing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Chicago yeah. Ended. So, anyways, so yeah, all that to say that yeah, it was too much money, a, 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 a too much of a big percentage on your on your cap. It's on the structure. Did you uh, did you think that prices playoffs two years ago? Pardon me. Did you think prices playoffs two years ago? were better than Halix in 2010? Better than... Halix. Oh, oh, of course. Of course, yes. Yeah, oh, he made it to the final. He made it to the final. But Halak was unbelievable it, versus Washington and Pittsburgh. I unbelievable. Mean, fair, but Price was... He was... It was insane. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to compare. I, I said yes uh, right off the bat, but, you know, it's... It's, uh, you know... He, yeah. You're asking me to to choose to choose between my two of my my kids. So <laughs> no, no, I I understand that uh, Yaroslav Alak versus the Washington Capitals is 53 game, uh, saves in Game Six. Okay, yep. even though uh, I think Patrick had stopped over 60 once versus the Boston Bruins, Halak's 53 games in Game Six, considering the fact it was the playoffs. Yep. Considering the fact it was the Washington Capitals, considering the fact that they were, uh, you know, uh, basically avoiding elimination that game, trying to avoid elimination, that's the best goaltending performance in a lot. Like I can remember from a Canadian's goalie in a long, like if off the top of my head, I don't remember the last time that there was one that was better than that. If I take a look at all the circumstances, once again, the fact that it was the playoff. Remember the Washington Capitals that year? They like they broke scoring records. They had scored big time goals. They had guys that were putting up a lot of goals, and and they had I don't know how many more players that scored more goals than Canadians players like that. They had scored I think a hundred and nine goals or whatever it was or hundred and one. They had scored over a hundred goals as a team more than the Canadians. Like it, the stats weren't even close. Yeah. That's the best goaltending performance from a Canadian's goalie in a long, long time. It's it's it just just for the record, it's uh Leighton sixth round, Alak Nabokov ninth round. Yeah. Was not drafted. Okay. Wow. So it, it, Gives you an idea. You know, Yaroslav Alak, his stats, career stats, 915 is percentage. It's excellent. I mean, it's 950. Let's take a look at price for fun. 905. Uh, no, sorry, that, that was just one year. 
price is 917 so 917 against 950 pretty much uh, you know i mean yeah goalie and that's not what i'm saying so yeah no they had a you know halak had a great career it's just that you always looked at him and you wondered how many games per season he could play you know what i mean like you 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 knew that he can give you great performances but you worried that if he played over 52 he might not have anything left in the tank price he played you got the feeling that he could play 65 you know, oh, yeah. until he started to get hurt, obviously. Yeah. So you know, tough to compare, but yeah, I, I mean, you're right. 2010 was was a hell of a series, uh, playoff by a goal. Yeah. 2014 was supposed to be the year, but you talk, you talked about it. I mean, Chris Kreider goes into Carey Price. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, uh, Yesperi Kotkaniemi getting booed yesterday. Like, I, uh, did he leave a sour, like, like, are you, would you, would you, uh, you know, I mean, you're you're a member of the media, you wouldn't boo him, but I mean, I, I don't know, like, this guy can't hurt a fly. I don't understand why people now we're hearing that, you know, a lot of people are saying that uh, he made it, uh, his agent let it known to the Canadians that he was never going to sign with them, or even if they were going to match the uh, the offer, the uh, the hostile offer that, uh, you know, he was not going to want to sign a long-term deal with them and he was going to want out at one point. But I was surprised that, uh, what are you booing Jesperi Kakinemi for? I mean, the guy can't hurt a fly, you know what I mean? It was a lack of respect, or it was like mean booing. It was just like booing guy on the other team who used to play like people do every time on every team everywhere in the leagues i mean i i didn't hear any insult or whatever it was just having fun like uh, no i i i mean it there there's no story there it's not a big deal it's uh it was not mean booing i don't know if you (laughs) yeah no no i hear you okay now they uh, was drafted too early they should have taken Ketchuk. He was not maybe not the best listener. Yeah, he thought he had it when he arrived, and then you know it just didn't work out. And they they, they had he, he had a you know they, they, an offer sheet, and yeah, it's all good. It, it, okay, we'll get to we'll get to expansion in a second. But our buddy Guillaume Latendre says great opportunity for the Canadians to trade Josh Anderson at the draft. And Anderson, who's been playing better hockey in the last month, he really has. I slowed down a little bit in the last few games. And yeah. this is exactly Anderson's problem since he got to Montreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, got all the tools. He's force. He's good. He's fast. He's strong. He has a good shot. But it, it he's not. And I don't, I just don't want to say it like in the mean, because. Uh, but he's not like the the most. Um, I just have intelligent player coming to my mind, but it, it's not an insult. He's, he he's, 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 he doesn't have the highest IQ in terms of uh, hockey IQ. Yeah, but he, he. I mean, believe me, I really think he's a very good hockey player. But it's more 
uh, north. North south. He's a power player. Exactly. He's and a power player. This is the major problem. You never know. When he was playing with uh, Suzuki and Hervé Pinal, things were going well. You could see him every game. But the problem, and it was exactly what happened last night, at mm -hmm. one, he had a penalty, and I'm like, oh, Josh is playing tonight. And that's, that's not a good sign. And it's not something that I have said for the last weeks. Yeah. So there, there, there's two Josh Anderson. I get it. You can't play 82 games like, like it's the last one of your life. But you need to find, a, you know, like a minimum of consistency. I think that's what Josh is trying to figure out. That being said, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I I respect that up in that opinion. It's I mean, yeah, it it could it, it could be a good idea, but yeah, you need a Josh Anderson somewhere, not the one who's not consistent, but you need that type of player. All right, on to expansion. But before we do, my opportunity to talk about Playground Major Poker Festivals are back at Playground. The March Million features ten ring events and one million dollars in guaranteed prize pools, including. A 400,000 guaranteed main event play in Playground's March Million Poker Series from March 23rd to April 2nd. Visit playground.ca for details. All right. Uh, there's talk of expansion. The National Hockey League is at 32 teams. I don't know where this talk started, but it got so intense that Bill Daly, the right-hand man for Gary Bettman, the commissioner of the National Hockey League, had to come out and actually give some comments and address it. Uh, there was talk that the National Hockey League that has 32 teams is looking at going at 34, and the next round of expansion is going to see Houston and Atlanta awarded teams, uh, and the the next round of expansion after that, which will eventually see it go from 34 to 36, just might include Quebec. Now, Bill Daly had to come out to say, "Hey, you know, uh, there's there's there's." you know, expansion is not imminent, you know, we'll have to wait and see. And yeah, there's been some people poking around and saying that they're interested, but right now, you know, we're at 32. Your thoughts, whether expansion is around the corner, if you want to see it, and how does it make you feel that if there is going to be, that Quebec probably, based on this news, will not be in the next round of expansion? I, I do not want to believe that. I, I just can't believe that they will do another expansion and don't take Quebec City. I, I just can't believe the league will do that. Who, I mean, Canadian teams are carrying the league, right? I would Money. think so. Pardon me? I would think so. I would say you're right, yes. Money-wise, okay? Yeah, yeah. Toronto and Montreal. Yeah, and you know, you have a, a city, and it, it's all about who was it that uh, Kolyakovo, the former defenseman? Carlo Kolyakovo, good friend of mine. Exactly. Probably. He, he said he had like a few pinpoints, but the, he said that one is you need rivalries. Rivalries. That yes. You need rivalries. You, at one point, you have to think about the fan not about your pocket you want to give the fan what he wants so rivalry helps so much to you know who's gonna watch a arizona la game who 
even if even in arizona no one like no one no so mind you houston would have a rivalry you would think with dallas yes but you know well they could they could create one but but to your point montreal versus quebec the best rivalry in the history of hockey of course uh, quebec against boston against toronto against ottawa it's it's all natural rivalries okay yeah but when the league will say okay we're gonna give the fan the, the you know the, the sport what it's best for him not what's best for the owners i i just I'm gonna lose it if it if it happens. I I, I just yeah. it would happen. Well, you're probably gonna lose it on me if I would keep you longer. But 45 minutes already was extremely generous of you. So, on that note, I say merci beaucoup. Give me a call tomorrow because this oh. case of 12 has your name written all over it. Okay, thanks, my friend. Look, I you, I could even write your name if you want. Hold on a second. Hold on a second here. And uh, yeah, it's. I, you want me to write it or? Studied in Quebec City, by the way. So. Is that right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I just love this city. I know it's, uh, you know, uh, Here. I'm gonna have a hard time sleeping now thinking about my Quebec City. Seven Bay. This one doesn't even write. Hold on a second. There we go. Oh yeah. There we go. He's got your name written all over it. I told you. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> there we go. Can you sign it, please? Mac on the day pedal. You want me to sign it? Hold on a second. Sure. Let's go. On. And. You don't mind uh, ask your mom to buy me a pair of those pants and put it uh, in the, the box. There you go. See that? Uh, Tony Marinero. First, it's Mapper on top. Mac Andre Perot. M A P. And then look at that, huh? That is, that's like a Jean Beliveau autograph. You can really make out the name, right? I love it. Tony Thanks. Marinero. Now, it's funny, I sign my name like that, but it's not like I sign my checks like that. My my checks, I just scribble, you know? But, hey, what are you going to do now? Sleep, because tomorrow morning we're leaving soon. My daughter's coming with me at the game. It's going to be her first time, so... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She's excited. Uh, break, so uh, practice tomorrow morning. Yeah, that's nice. How old is your daughter again? She's 11. 11. Oh, that's, that's nice. That's uh, yeah. Nice. Like hotel room and everything, so it's a real, the real experience. Ah, oh, that's amazing. Hey, yeah. enjoy, enjoy that age because believe me when I tell you, it goes very, very fast, oh, my friend. I'm very lucky. Yeah, no, you definitely are. Okay, my man, thank you so much. Thanks, everyone, thanks for All having me. All right, I love this guy, Marc Andre Perot of uh, TVA Spa. This guy, this guy's a real beauty. Let me tell you. Uh, a shout out to MatrixHomeFitness.ca. Also, beauties just like Marc Andre Perot. Uh, bring it home. Discover club quality workout in the comfort of your own home. Visit matrixhomefitness.ca, whether it's a yellow's elliptical or my roar or the treadmill, the bike, you know, they have just so much equipment, but it's quality. You understand? It's not just fitness equipment. It's quality fitness equipment. You'll absolutely love it. Hey, uh, Agnello and Sammy back at Master Control. Come back. I want to talk to you guys. They hate it when I do this, by the way. At one point, I used to do it often at the beginning. I used to do it often at the beginning. And you should see Agnello. Like, Agnello gave me a call. It's, it's Why do like you the, do it? Why do you do it? It's the first. Like, that was. And we've never. Like, we never argued ever. Have we ever argued since we've been together in two and a half years? No. No. I. You know what? When he says something and he's right. 
or he's convinced me. I'll tell, You're right. I tell him, you know what? I thought about it. You're right. And then every now and then he says to me and something else. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, Tony? I think you're right. We always end up agreeing. There was only one time it was early on. He told me, don't put me on. And I didn't put him on for a while. And now he's back. Hello. Look at him. What a beauty. I want to ask you where you bought those pants. My mother bought them for me. Oh. Your mapper said he wanted a pair? Agnello, you've never had a pair of pants like this on you before. Well, if I, they with my, are. With my height, if I put that pants on, yeah. Probably go right to my forehead. So I'll be. No, no, but listen, don't get me wrong. These are not pants that you can go to the, uh, to the corner store or to the bank or to the gas station with. These are. Simply when you come home and you know that you're not going to be leaving your house, you put on these pants. Like I should have never even brought them on camera to show them. But for those who missed it, once again, oh, look at God. that. And uh, yellow, you've never seen anything like it. Look. Let me see how high they go. Eh? Let me see how high they go. How high they go? Yeah. Crushed velvet pants. <laughs> yeah, we got to print the sick logo on that. Like it looks like a dress. Yeah. Only Tony. Only Tony. I don't know. Guaranteed, tomorrow you're getting a one rating star on this Spotify. You think I need to lose weight? No, not at all. Oh, that's what I thought. <laughs> the more you're getting a one rating star in Spotify, then you're going to get mad. You know what? I, I, I don't deserve to get a one-star rating. I mean, I, I think I deserve a five-star rating. Yeah. Hey, we're consistent. We're there Monday to Friday. They play. We're there. We They don't play. We're there. They're off for like 10 days during the all-star week, whatever. We're there. We're there all the time. The collaborators are there. You know, we take calls. We take questions. We take comments, this, that. We deserve a five-star rating. So if you're uh, going to be watching on Google, Apple, or Spotify, leave us a five-star rating. We really appreciate it. It's our way of feeling the love. Thank you very much. If you like what you're watching but didn't like what you're watching in terms of these uh, these pants, Angela, by the way, uh okay uh Vithersen says tony looks like a nonno he's probably right about that uh alfred says tony is prego wow that really hurts thanks alfred i think you just ruined my life with that comment like i mean i know that you know like i'm heavy but that hurts um, tony le velouté says uh yeah they're they're velvet you, you should they're they're blue velvet pants they're soft they're 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 unbelievable they're unbelievable so um, anyway, leave us a message, sick, S-I-C-K, if you're enjoying the, the podcast. Share it with your friends, like it, and you're watching right now on YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Twitter Live. And if you're not on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's absolutely free. And, uh, you know, we remember when we were like, you know, 50 people, 100 people, 100 subscribers. And now we're 11,300. And I'd still like to see this grow a lot more than that. Uh, but they say Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, Tony is going to burn out. Am I gonna, I'm going to burn out. Why, why am I going to burn out? No, no. If Tony would have stayed, uh, doing a three hour show 
five days a week. And I used to do, I used to do a three hour show five days a week. And then I used to do two to three post game shows a week. And I used to work Saturday nights as well. And I did that for like the first 10 years. I used to work Saturdays. Uh, but up until five or six years ago, I would work post games as well and get home at around 1230 or 1240 AM. And then I'd be back the next day at around 8.30 uh, to go on air at around 10 a.m. There, I could have burnt out. But now, now I, uh, I wake up in the morning at uh, 7.55. At 8.05, or sometimes I wake up at 7.45, sometimes I wake up at 7.30. But at 8.05, I go on live on BPM Sports Radio from the comfort of my own home. All I got to do is just look, uh, hook up to a Zoom link, and I go on for about 17 minutes or so. I don't have to drive. I don't have to go out. I don't have to be in traffic. I don't have to park. I don't have to spend money in gas. I don't have to get out of my house. I don't have to put on my winter jacket or my winter boots. I don't have to catch all the cold that's out there. I don't have to go look for parking. I just log on to a Zoom link, and I go on. Then when I'm done, if I want, I can actually go back to bed and I can stay in bed pretty much as long as I want, because the next time I have to go out is when I got to go do television, which I leave my house at 430. I'll get there for about 5 p.m. max. I'll do makeup until about 505. I'll go on air at 530. I'll finish at 545. At around 6.10, I'm back home. I relax. And then I bring you this podcast, one hour, Monday to Thursday, with my TV right in front of me, my fridge about five feet to my right, my bathroom about seven or eight feet to my right, here in the comfort of my own home, wearing these blue velvet pants. Don't worry about me. I'm not going to burn out. And the best part is that I could do it all from a distance. I don't have to be here in my basement. I can be in Florida. I can have a screen, a green screen, that'll basically be a replica of what my background is here if I wanted to. I can have that done. And I can do my uh, radio hit via Zoom link from anywhere in the world. I can do my TV hit from anywhere in the world via FaceTime. And I can do this podcast from anywhere in the world instead of absolutely having to be in a studio in person doing it. So don't feel bad about me. I'm going to be totally honest and transparent with all of you the way I always have been. I'm living the life right now, folks. Tony, you haven't like, told the best thing. Tell me. You never take off your velvet pants all day. I can keep it. Well, I take them off when I go to television. <laughs> and and you know what? I work with Sammy and Agnello. They make me do whatever I want. It's a beautiful thing. Somebody just commented, you your pants, George's pillow. We're starting to get issues. <laughs> That's great. Guess what? I just talked about the life. I just spit water all over the laptop. I think it's done. All over the mixer board, I think it's done. All over the equipment, I think it's done. Some even went in the camera, I think. I think some even went in the camera. <laughs> yeah. 
What else? Anything else we should add to this? Uh, and uh, and they're feeling uh, and they're feeling sorry for me. Yeah. Now, don't feel sorry for me. It's all good. I'm living the life. Who's better? You want to talk you? now because I have to sneeze. Who's better than you? Some water went through my nose and everything. This and that. It, it, nobody. Yeah. So anyway, look. Uh, since we're on this conversation, I mean, I. I get asked every day if um, if uh, if I ever want to return to radio, folks. I love radio. Like radio is my first love. Like that'll never change. I gave it a twenty year run. Thought it was a real good run. I'll never say never. Like I'll never say never. Uh, but it's like definitely not in the plans. As a matter of fact, I can tell you that I've you know I've turned down a lot of radio opportunities. A lot, a lot. Um, radio's still there. It's 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 alive and well. Uh, there's no doubt about it. But podcasts, you just you take a look at where the world is going. Streaming on demand, it's 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 becoming more and more prominent, uh, more and more popular. And I think we're just scratching the surface. And the way I look at it, I really, I honestly have like the best of all the worlds right now, right? I do a, they do a radio hit. I do a TV hit. I do the podcast. You know, I think I really have the best of, 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 of everything right now. So it's a lot of fun. It's a lot, a lot of fun. Anything you want to add in yellow or what? All good, man. Thank you, everybody, for all your support. Very I, at what point do you give out shares in the company or anything or dividends or whatever? Or we're, 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 we're not, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. No, but you, we have to sit down or what is, am I going to get shares or what? The dividend? Whatever what, you want. 50, 50, you said, right? Yeah, whatever you want. No, I, I'm not going to say that because you always say that you're going to use it against me. So. Sammy, <laughs> Sammy, 50, 50. Hey, he said he takes the fifth. What did he, hey, did he say he doesn't know? Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. Because now he knows what you're going to answer, right? This guy's the best. I love you, Sammy. Don't ever change, bud. All right, there you have it. Uh, why don't you, uh, can you throw in, you want to you wanna throw in a couple of questions? Yeah, we'll do a few questions. Hey, you know what? Ask me whatever you want to ask me. Ask me whatever you want to ask me. What's the worst that can happen, folks? Is that I'm going to tell you I'd rather not answer that question. But chances are I'm going to answer it. Ask me whatever you want to ask me. Go ahead. Put it on YouTube Live and in yellow and Sammy, they're gonna bring it up. And I'm in just I'm in one of these moods. It's eleven o'clock. I could say goodbye if I wanted to. I love you a lot. Ask me whatever you want to ask. Oh, and by the way, by the way, um, my buddy Chris Nyland with the Raw Knuckles podcast, uh, I'll be on his podcast tomorrow. So he came on the sick podcast. I would say probably give or take about three months ago. Uh, I think. And uh, so, you know what? It's it's my turn to go on the Raw Knuckles podcast. So uh, all gonna, I'm going to be on with him and uh, and Tim Stapleton tomorrow. So I'm sure, you know, they're going to upload that on, on you know, uh, various social media applications and channels, and you could, you'll be able to watch it. So ask me whatever you want to ask me. Agnello, you want to bring some up? Or there's got to be something up until now here. What is the best Italian restaurant in Montreal? Wow. That's a great question. Um, and um, hmm, 
That's a great question. The best Italian restaurant in Montreal. And the reason why it's a great question is because there's so many of them. But I can tell you that um, I really, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a great question. Man, I just said that I would answer any of your questions, and now you're answering, you're asking me the best Italian restaurant in Montreal. Oh, wow. That's, that's, I don't want to offend anybody here either by, by, by just, you know, by not uh, mentioning everyone. Great, best Italian restaurant in Montreal. So, what I love about Prima Luna restaurant is that, uh, it's Italian cuisine, there's Szechuan, and there's sushi. So it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, it's a, it's a can't miss, right? Because uh, you can have whatever you want. And uh, they also have a unlimited sushi night on Wednesday nights. So I really, really like that. Um, there's a couple of them in the old port uh, that the, uh, the, the core is nice. Um, what a really good question. Agnello and Sammy, can you bail me out on this one? Let's see if he's going to come back. Let's see if he's going to bail me out. Is that, is that a great question or what? It's a great question, but it's too hard to answer. There's too many good restaurants in Montreal. Very hard. But, but, but you know, he did specify Italian cuisine, right? So, Italian, I mean. There's so many of them. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. We were, you know. we were at the NFL Combine. Yeah. We were in Indianapolis. Yeah. But we ended up going to this restaurant called St. Elmo's. Yeah. Which is probably the top steakhouse in Indy. Yeah. Because all the coaches were there. Everybody was there from the NFL staff. Yeah. And it doesn't even come close to the steakhouse we have here. Not even close. No. No, you're right about that. It's very good here in Montreal. Yeah. No, no, you're right. Um there's uh, there's there's several of them on Sherbrooke Street in downtown Montreal. There's several of them in the Old Port. There's several of them in Griffintown, right? When we're talking about some of the best restaurants in Montreal, there's, there's so a many restaurants. There, there's man, I would have loved to have given you several names, but it, it, this one really is tough. Okay, uh, can you throw out the, the questions with you being on the screen, or you have to? Uh, you, you can't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know what? Let's let's here's, here's, for a, here's a good one. Let's say you're a GM of the Canadians. I was thinking that the questions were going to be non-hockey related, by the way. You have the 2023 seventh pick. Do you pick Quentin Musty? No, I do not. Uh, that's from uh, Martin Du. Uh, let's, let's, uh, there's got to be others that are like non-hockey related, right? But that restaurant one, that was a, you know that I'm going to, tonight I won't be able to sleep because I'm going to think about that question all night. Would you consider a simulcast on Sirius XM radio? Um, Mario Perezino, by the way, Mario is gohabs.com. He's got a great website. He does a great job. He does, he does a great job. Um, I think I can say this on behalf of Agnello and Sammy. We would consider anything that would be great for our brand. Um, we have a certain standard. Uh, we're, we're getting, we think we're getting better every day. We know where we are and we know where we want to be. And we want to associate with excellence. 
And there's no doubt that Sirius Satellite Radio, in my opinion, is excellent. So it would definitely be a possibility. I, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. And this is probably going to, you know, maybe disappoint some people. But because we're transparent here, and Yellow can attest to this, we had several calls and several meetings. Uh, there was a possibility. We could have basically had the podcast on radio. And uh, and uh, we held off, right? We didn't we, we didn't go for it. Yes, we turned it down. Eh? We turned it down. Yeah, we turned it down. So, you know. Uh, Sirius XM is a possibility. We're in talks. We'll see what happens in the future. Oh, we're in talks. Yeah, yeah, we're in talks. We'll see what happens in the future. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. Surprise, surprise. Is there anything else you want to tell me? Or No, not at all. <laughs> By the way, uh, we've been doing this for what? About two and a half years, but we've gone full time probably since the month of September, right? Yep. At, at what point... I mean, how many shows do I got to do before I get a Rolex? Uh, I don't know. What I have it. friends that work in companies like in the after five years or 10 years that they work in a company, they get in a row, they get a Rolex. Like, what, what do I, what am I looking at here? So once we get to 100,000 subscribers, it's possibility. Then you get yourself a nice Rolex. 100,000 subscribers on YouTube? Yeah. You know what we're going to do? Mm-hmm. We're gonna cut this clip, okay? Yeah. And we're gonna play it then, eh? And we're gonna play it then. And no, we're gonna cut this clip. We're gonna put it all over social media tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna ask the entire world to share, so you can get a Rolex. Try and get us to a hundred thousand subscribers because yeah. I'm gonna get a Rolex. Yep, I like that. And That's yeah, cheers, Tony. Forget the watch. You see, what Eric? Okay. Which one? What? Eric said, ask for shares, Tony. Forget the watch. <laughs> no, no, what share? We're 50-50 already. It's already been, we already have that in a previous podcast where it was uh, agreed that we're 50-50. And 50-50. The company's going to sell for 100 million, 50 for you, and 50 for me. That's it. That was it. Put the Ryan Baker one there. You go, go ahead. Bring up, a, bring up a couple. There you go. What's my favorite movie? Wow. That's another great question. I'm a fan of the Rocky movies. Uh, as, as corny and as cheesy as that sounds, I really like the Rocky movies. Um, but I would say that I'm more of a fan of actors and actresses than I am of certain movies in particular. You know? So um, I love De Niro. Um, I think he's great. I love Pacino. I think he's great. I like Denzel Washington. I think he's great. Uh, I even like Liam Neeson, uh, even though all the Takens are kind of like. Um, so, I mean, Nicolas Cage at one point I thought was doing some great movies. Um, Tom Cruise did some pretty good movies. So I'm more of a more of a fan of actors and and actresses than I am of a certain movie or two. But I I just I I do like the Rocky ones, and I I think because the first time I ever went to a theater 
I believe I was 13 and a half years old. I went to a theater downtown. I don't know if it was called the Lowe's or it was called something else. I don't even remember who I went with. I think it was like the first time that I was ever taking the Metro and the subway and stuff like that. I remember going to watch Rocky four. It's the first time I ever went to a movie theater. I, I believe, um, or maybe I went to a movie theater by myself or whatever, but I had watched all the Rockies up until that point. And Rocky four, like it marked me like no other movie has ever like marked me. Like it just, it, I found it incredibly inspiring that Rocky goes to Russia and he defeats Ivan Drago. So as corny and as tacky as that sounds, but uh, you know, there's so many good movies on right now. A lot of good movies. I went to watch Creed 3, by the way, last week at the movie theater. And um, 1 and 2, I thought, were better. I thought it was I thought it was good, but I was just, I was hoping for a lot more. But it was good. But I didn't think it was more than that. Next. Ask me anything. What did you love most about Portugal when you were there? Uh, the Portuguese chicken. And... Um, and... Um, I like that, but I think the best thing, you know, what I like most about Portugal, because I mean, you know, the food was, I mean, there's good restaurants everywhere you go, right? So they had some good restaurants there for sure. Um, people, I mean, I mean, there's nice people and there's less pleasant people anywhere you go. So I'm not going to say that, but yeah, you know, like there's obviously some nice people. Um I didn't spend time in Lisbon this time around, but I've been, I really like Lisbon a lot. But last time I was there, I was more in Porto. Um, the soccer, I guess. I think the, 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 the way they develop soccer players, that's the thing I think I appreciate most about Portugal. I think they do it much better than the rest of the world. And they're up there in that discussion among the best. Them, uh, the Dutch. There are others. Next. What's my dream car? Okay. So I, you know, I would, how can I say this? I just, first of all, I like SUVs. I don't like cars, like I'm not comfortable driving cars. I think that uh, I just feel so much safer in an SUV. I think my last six or seven vehicles have been SUVs. I don't remember when was the last time I had a car. So I like SUVs and um, it, you know what? It, it doesn't have to be the most expensive truck in the world. So I'm not, I'm not picky that way. Uh, I'm not spoiled that way. Um, you know what, as long as it drives well, and there are vehicles that drive well that, you know, are less than $50,000. So, I mean, I, I, I love several different SUVs, um, some of them gas, some of them electric, some of them hybrid, some of them plug-ins. To say I have one favorite, I, I, I don't. Not yet. Maybe I will. Here's a great opportunity for a potential sponsor. That would be nice. Um, there's an electric SUV that uh, that um, 
I drove, has piqued my curiosity, one or two of them. But to say that I'm sold on electric right now, I thought I was, and now I'm not so sure anymore. Next. Any shows you're currently watching? No. I I don't I don't watch TV shows. Actually, there's only one TV show uh that's not sport like everything I watch is sports. So I watch either sports or I watch movies. And the one TV show that I really like watching a lot is um the uh, Shark Tank. I, I like watching the Shark Tank a lot. Next. How do you feel about pineapple on pizza? I'm a big fan of pineapple. I love, as a matter of fact, I love pineapple. Like I have a huge Tupperware in my fridge upstairs. There's pineapple in it right now. I had uh, I had quite a bit of pineapple actually before, you know, uh, doing the podcast tonight, but if I ordered pizza, and I love pizza, by the way, I wouldn't put pineapple on my pizza. Uh, I either have, I either like my pizza margarita with just plain tomato sauce and mozzarella, or tomato sauce and fior di latte cheese, or even better, tomato sauce and burrata cheese. So I love my pizza plain like that. If I'm ever going to add anything else, I mean, I do like the traditional all dress with the pepperoni, the mushrooms, the green peppers, or I'll, I'll like just a margarita, but add to that mushrooms and Kalamata olives. So um, I was told about a pizza today that's very, very good that my cousin had, which I haven't had yet, which are truffles with burrata. So that's, uh, that's on the agenda for me, and I'm probably going to go indulge on, uh, on Saturday night. Any others? Favorite music? Um, I like a little bit of everything. I don't have one favorite music. Look, so I'll go through my playlist right now. Go through my playlist right now. Here we go. And uh, I can't play it because we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get uh, booted off, probably by YouTube. But I'll tell you what's in my playlist: uh, "Poison" by Alan uh, by Alice Cooper. Uh, "I Want to Break Free" by Queen. Um, "Heaven Is a Place on Earth" by Belinda Carlisle. I don't know where that came out of, but it did. It's "Raining Men" from the Weather Girls. "Savabien" from Kathleen. "We Belong" from Pat Benatar. Uh, Locked Out of Heaven from Bruno Mars. Uh, Born to Be My Baby from Lionel uh, from Bon Jovi. All Night Long from Lionel Richie. Just the Way You Are from Bruno Mars. Um, Papa Don't Preach from Madonna. Like a Prayer from Madonna. Gimme Some from Jimmy Bullhorn. When Doves Cry from Prince. Living on a Prayer from Bon Jovi. Um, Angel by Shaggy. Glory Days by Bruce Springsteen. Flashdance by Irene Cara. I know people are going to going to laugh at me so much tomorrow by doing this. You're probably laughing now. What can I tell you? No, nobody's perfect. What do you want me to tell you? I am who I am. Summer Nights by John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Uh, 
Hungry Eyes by Eric Carmen from uh, from uh, Dirty Dancing. The Lady in Red from Chris DeBerg. Summer of 69 from Brian Adams. Where the Streets Have No Name from U2. Uh, Tonight I'm Yours from Rod Stewart. Obsession from Aventura. Money Money from Billy Idol. I Got a Feeling from the Black Eyed Peas. Um, what else? Legs from ZZ Top. We're Not Gonna Take It from Twisted Sister. Never Surrender from Corey Hart. Can't Stop Loving You from Phil Collins. Uh, Don't Let Me Leave from Mark Anthony. Dancing Queen from ABBA. Start Me Up from the Rolling Stones. Go West from the Pet Shop Boys. Always on my mind uh, from the Pet Shop Boys. Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone from Glass Tiger. Babe from Styx. Burning Heart from uh, Rocky IV. That's a survivor. Uh, Despacito from Luis Fonzi. Cold Heart from Elton John and Dua Lipa. Don't Let Me Leave from Thelma Houston. Dancing in the Dark from Bruce Springsteen. Red Red Wine from UB40. Welcome to the Jungle from Guns N' Roses. Jack and Diane from John Cougar. If I Could Turn Back Time from Cher. Sweet Dreams from the Arithmics. The Winner Takes It All from ABBA. Uh, Wind of Change from Scorpions. Shivers from Ed Sheeran. The Model from Tiesto. Laissez-moi danser from Dalida. Bohemian Rhapsody from Queen. Felicità from Albano and Romina Power. Gli Amori from Toto Cutugno. The Wild Horse from Rod Stewart. Dancing on the Ceiling from Lionel Richie. Hello from Lionel Richie. It's My Life from Bon Jovi. What else is there here? China Girl from David Bowie. Gloria from Laura, Ban- uh, Laura Branigan. Gloria from Umberto Tozzi, the, uh, the, uh, the Italian version. Celebration from Cool and the Gang. Anyway, you get my drift. That's, that's what's on my playlist. You know? It's here. Marination playlist is what it says. See? Marination playlist, yeah? There's just some of them. All right, okay. What else? Let's take uh, one or two more, and that's it. Two more. Two more. What is the one place you've never been to but would love to visit? Um, I'd love to visit the Maldives, and I'd love to visit Greece. Probably those two places more so than anywhere else right now. I think so. But I visited Italy, but there's so many places in Italy that I haven't visited that I'd like to do as well. So I have never been to uh, the Amalfi Coast, uh, Positano. I've never been to Venezia. Uh, I've never been to Florence. These are places that I'd like to go to, but probably the Maldives and probably Greece. Last one. When will you have any of the current lineup on your podcast, Caulfield, Suzuki, uh, this coming in from Glenn. Glenn, probably at the uh, at the end of the season. Probably at the end of the season. But you never know. Uh, things can change. But that would uh, probably be at the end of the season. 
All right, so for Agnello and Sammy, my two best friends in the whole wide world, they're my two best friends. Uh, uh, Tony, pick one, Messi, Maldini, uh, Iniesta, or Ronaldo. Uh, you can't go wrong with either of them, but uh, I think it's safe to say that uh, Lionel Messi is the best player in the world. Um, Tony, is Mitch Melnick not coming on for personal reasons between the two of you? or the station's orders. Uh, so I can tell you that Mitch Melnick and I were very, very close. We're very, very close. So, um, you know, my uh, my wife had a uh, surprise 50th for me uh, back in mid-December, and uh, a couple of colleagues that I worked with were invited, and uh, Mitch Melnick was one of them, and, uh, and he was there. So, uh, you know, it's it's nothing to do with uh, me not wanting ha to have him on or him not wanting to come on. Uh, so, you know, Mitch and I were, you know, a, a lot of mutual admiration for each other. He was, for me, a very, very good mentor. When I needed to ask advice, uh, I didn't ask anybody, uh, you know, uh, in the building but Mitch. And so Mitch and I, I have a lot of respect for Mitch. Uh, I love Mitch, and I miss him very, very much. Uh, but we uh, we do talk and uh, and uh, we went out for supper a couple of times. And like I said, he came to my uh, my birthday party and, uh, you know, maybe I'm going to see him uh, on Wednesday night again. I know they're uh, uh, I'll probably uh, Wednesday night. I'll probably see him on Friday night. And if I don't see him on Friday night, uh, I'm going to invite him to supper at some point here in the next month, because the last time it was on him and uh, the next time it's going to be on me. All right. So uh, that's that. A happy belated birthday while well, my birthday was back in, you know, it was 23rd of November. Uh, Tony, your origins are from Southern Italy. You're basically Greek. As a matter of fact, yes, my origins, uh, both my parents uh, were born in uh, in Sicily, province of, uh, of Messina. Uh, Tony, will an Italian team win the Champions League this year? I don't know if they will, but I got to tell you that even though Napoli is not my favorite team, the way they played this year, I absolutely love watching Napoli play. Uh, Kavarskalia and uh, Osiman, they're just, they're a fantastic duo. And Spalletti has that team playing just, just great, great soccer. So I'm, I love, I love watching Napoli play. I think they're, I think they're great. And I hope, I hope they win the Champions League. All right. On that note, we went 23 minutes overtime tonight. I was just, every now and then, I'm in these moods where I want to go on a little bit longer. And tonight was one of those nights. So thanks everyone for the participation. It was amazing. Uh, comment sick. If you enjoyed the podcast, share with your friends. If you can leave us a five-star review on Google, Apple, or Spotify, uh, it's our way of feeling the love. It's basically the only way we can tell that in the numbers uh, that you show up with when we do this. So we'll be back tomorrow night, same time, same place. The Canadians versus the New York Rangers tomorrow night. And, uh, you know, at 10 o'clock, we'll be back right here on YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Twitter Live. It's the Sick Podcast. Tell your friends about it. I'm Marinaro. And if they haven't heard about the Sick Podcast as of yet, you know what I would tell them? Hey, mozi too now. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinaro on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast. 
is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La Vida TV. Embrace your true nature.